Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. He's just like, yo, if I ride for Kanye extra, extra hard, maybe he'll let me drop my album. Maybe that's the rationale behind this. What is up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here is where we keep you updated on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, music lover, cultural appreciator, Asia Sky. And I'm your other lovely host and hip hop aficionado, A Dub. It is Tuesday, back with another episode, back with more things to discuss. Okay, mm-hmm. Kanye West and Drake, the beef is officially reignited, man. It's getting hot out here. Too hot. <laughs> now, Kanye decided to let the world know Drake's home address and you know Drake don't play that Mm-mm. also Boosie showed up on the breakfast club to clarify some of his allegedly well it ain't allegedly to clarify some of his homophobic comments against Lil Nas X the baby performed at Hot 97 Summer Jam and he's also going to be performing at Boosie's festival which is Boosie Bash and then you have Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar who will be releasing a new track together this week let's talk about it let's get down to it Okay, let's start with Drake versus Kanye, the never-ending saga. I can't even say who started it back up this time. I don't know if it's Drake's fault or if it's Kanye's fault that it's restarted. I think it's Drake's doing on this part because of the new song that he has uh, with Trippy Red off of Trippy Red's album. Mm. Because on that track called Betrayal, Drake raps, All these fools I'm beefing that I barely know. 45, 44, burned out, let it go. Yay ain't changing ish for me is set in stone. So mm. direct right there, Kanye, yay. So, But why did Drake say that? <laughs> right. Let's, let's go back to it because a few weeks ago, Consequence came out and said basically that Kanye is looking for Drake's album release date. That was a mm. whole big thing before Kanye drops the Donda album, which a lot of people are speculating that's why the album hasn't dropped yet because Drake hasn't dropped his album and Kanye wants to drop on the same day. Right. So I'm feeling like that is why Drake said Kanye ain't changing ish for me. It's set in stone. Like whatever Mm. Drake's release date is, I feel like that's set in stone for him. He hasn't told us what that is yet, but (laughs) I feel like that's why he said Kanye ain't changing ish for me. Because it doesn't matter if you drop when I drop. It's set in stone. I'm going to win. Right. Exactly. So, hmm. So yeah, if that does travel back to what Consequence tweeted about, then yeah, did Kanye start it? 
or the team started it. I don't right. know. Because Kanye's peoples and Kanye's camp relaying the fact that they looking for Drake's album date. They mm-hmm. specifically said that. So if Kanye really wasn't looking for Drake's album date, he should have deaded that. He should have said, nah, that's not the move. But Kanye is seeming as if he's going along with it. So I feel like that's why Drake said what he said on Betrayal. Right. And then did you see the screenshot of the text message that Kanye had put like Drake and Pusha T and some other people in a group chat? Yep. And he was like, Kanye had texted, I live for this. I've been effed with by nerd ass jock dudes like you my whole life. You will never recover. I promise you. (laughs) Like, okay. All right, Kanye. That was a lot. And then like, that was like an oxymoron kind of nerd jock dudes. Wasn't he like a nerd jock type of thing? I don't know, man. I don't know what Kanye was talking about. But it was funny that Pusha T was added to the conversation. That was specifically (laughs) included in in the message. That was hilarious to me. And then after Drake put out Betrayal, Kanye's People's Consequence, he tweeted out, F a betrayal. He said, it's the disrespect for me, dog. With Trippy Red's shotgun, respect my team. It's party time. Hmm. Okay. Why is Consequence all up in this too? Trying to be on the front lines because Kanye won't let him put his album out on good music. Oh, <laughs> his true. album was been supposed to come out years ago and still ain't come out. So maybe he's just like, yo, if I ride for Kanye extra, extra hard, mm-hmm. maybe he'll let me drop my album. Maybe, maybe that's the rationale behind this. But after the betrayal record, Kanye decided to take it up even a higher notch and put out Drake's actual home address to the internet. Yeah, it's like a screenshot with the map and it says a Toronto address on there and then um, it was quickly deleted but you know to all his followers some somebody everybody screenshotted that and kept <laughs> reposting it 7.3 million followers and you decide to tweet out this man's address that's doing a lot I'm not gonna lie Kanye that's a bit much we get it like he's a celebrity so you, you can find his address if you want to look hard enough to do it mm-hmm. but to put that out to people having the following that you have you know people some of Kanye's young fans or whatever if they're in that area you know they're gonna pull up and try to not even do not even necessarily do anything to Drake or try anything dangerous but just the fact of him tweeting it out it's like a sneaky call to action of some sort Mm. like I want people to know where you stay yeah I could kind of get it for what reason do you want people to know what my address is what's the motive behind that right is it kind of like you know how people like will leak someone's phone number or something like that it's like what's the purpose like yeah you want people to harass me it looks like yeah and then once that got out it was Drake's turn and simply Drake took this Instagram story and when he was in a convertible and was just simply laughing that was what people are deeming his response to Kanye tweeting out his address mm-hmm. so just simply laughing at it like, like somebody this guy. tweeted uh, of the video of Drake laughing the way you laugh when you know you're about to take it too far okay and that's what it looked like from that video Drake looked like alright I got something for you what that something is I don't know if it's a song or something else but Drake was definitely laughing like he has something up his sleeve for that yeah like, and Drake is like the king of petty and then even taking it back to when he was beefing with Meek Mill and just simple stuff of like you know sending the bottles to Charlemagne and actually sent them to the breakfast club like because he did mm-hmm. his song so i'm anxious to see if drake does take it a step further and what does he do yeah like i'm here for it like it's time we need to be shaking up a little bit yeah you know what y'all should both do that will really help the whole beef situation put out the album okay <laughs> That's just my suggestion, though. That doesn't seem to be what either of them wants to do at this point in time. I know. Yeah. They should let the music talk, but you know them. Mm. 
Now let's talk about Boosie. He decided to pull up on the Breakfast Club recently, and of course they had to ask him about his comments about Lil Nas X. You remember the rant. If you don't remember the rant, go back and listen to the DX Daily episode. It got really real. Boosie was saying some some pretty violent things toward Lil Nas X. Once Angela Yee asked him about these comments, she was basically asking him if he thought he went too far, saying these homophobic things. And Boosie was basically like, it's my opinion, and I'm speaking up for certain people in the world. As a matter of fact, let's just let him tell it in his own words. Mm-hmm. And like you would beat his ass. So, and I saw Lil Nas X responded to that. You think that's too far? Uh, nah, because, uh, I just be feeling like sometimes I gotta speak up because, you know, uh, as far as straight people in the world, you don't have an opinion no more on sexuality. Everything is harm. If you say anything, I'm straight, I like women, it's vulgar to I don't you know, know that that's vulgar, that ain't true. Yes, yes. No, but no, I just can't, you can't brag. You can't brag on. I just really think I think smashing that ain't true. On your sexuality, I don't no think more. It's ran by. It's ran by. Uzi rappers been talking about fucking women forever in videos and they songs. That ain't changed. I know it's a different day now. You can't just like the baby, like bro, like you know, like how many how many times you been on set? All y'all DJs. And you heard somebody say, if you ain't got AIDS, make noise in the whole club. Ah! Oh, no, you're right. That's true. That's true. But it's a different time. No, it's a different time. Mm-hmm. And because he's one of the biggest, you know, so they, they you know, they try to make examples out of people, you know, so the next person who blow like this, you're going to go with this. And I feel, you know, they're attacking our children. You know, you make all the up, mm-hmm. you make everybody support this. Who love these rappers? The kids. The kids. Yeah, but you know, you make no, you make every rapper go with. Okay, so yeah, he goes on and on and on into it, but you see how he kind of swerved the part about beating up Lil Nas X, right? Yeah, I did peep that. <laughs> so she was basically like, "No, they weren't mad at the part about you saying you like women. They, they were mad about the part of where you said you were gonna beat him up." Mm-hmm. And then he just went on and swerved that, and then started talking about the baby and how people were attacking him for his comments. So, uh, what did we gain from this? Did this clear up anything, or does this make what Boosie said better? I mean, I feel like Boosie is just the type of person where he's like, I said what I said. And, of course, the Breakfast Club is not trying to get any type of cancellation either or any talk back, so they really couldn't, you know, agree with Boosie or really fight him on his opinion and things like that. So, I think Boosie did his best to try to, clear up anything or just state what he was trying to say in the beginning but Boosie is just he's a he's a unique individual and how Mm -hmm. he thinks with all that stuff so I think he tried to get a point across but I don't know if he really got all the way there yeah I don't think his point was really (laughs) was really that valid I don't think they thought his point was really that valid because if you listen to the entire thing they're just like challenging him on it the whole time Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he's trying to say that like oh straight people are being persecuted right now versus gay people being persecuted and yeah I don't think they agreed with that so if you want to check out the whole interview you can (laughs) and then let us know if you thought Boosie made (laughs) made what he said any better And then Lil Nas X, of course, responded to the whole thing because, you know, he's tapped in and he's always seeing what's going on. And he was like, wow, this is insane. Almost as insane as my new single, Industry Baby, (laughs) which is out now. (laughs) 
Uh, and that's what he replied to uh, the Breakfast Club's tweet that was about the interview. And then, he, of course, he gave the fans the link where they can get it. And that was that. I think that was a good response from Little Nas X. Just, you know, that's insane. But, you know, check out my single, too. So, <laughs> way to do it. Can you imagine just to just be minding your business and then you're in the topic of conversation every week from, like, several different people's ra- rappers' mouths? Like, every <laughs> single time. I would be kind of like... And you didn't say nothing to none of these people. Like, they yeah. just, you just living your life. That's crazy. That is crazy. Lil Nas X does a good job at, I guess, handling it and, you know, turning it back around. So, mm-hmm. and he also did tweet something out, which made a lot of people be like, are you all right? Like when, um, when he was like, if I didn't love myself, I would be driven insane by y'all comments a long time ago or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully all is well with Lil Nas X. Now let's talk about the baby. We just brought him up. Boosie just brought him up. He actually performed at Hot 97 Summer Jam this past weekend. Yeah, Hot 97 had their annual concert, their big concert. And there was, there was a lot of stuff going on with Summer Jam this year because I guess there was like a weather advisory. It was They wanted it to get canceled or they're putting people at risk. People were in ponchos. They were outside. That was already a mess. But it, it literally rains every year. If y'all yeah. ain't figured it out by now, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's, that's their own issue. They need to work that on with Summer Jam. But the biggest thing is that they did have the baby on the lineup after the baby has been um, taken off of other festivals this year. Hot Night 7 had him on, and he took to stage to basically, you know, list the reasons why they did let him perform at Summer Jam. And he was like, I'm still performing at Hot 97 for several reasons. Reason number one, they allowed me to stand up here and share my gift, share my blessing with y'all out here live on this stage amongst all the chaos and all the backlash. So pass up y'all for that. Reason number two, they accepted my sincerity and all my apologies when I say I never ever meant to offend anybody. Right, one time I should to get outside the fuck out of Or say anything to make anybody feel any type of way live on that stage a few weeks ago. And Hot 97 was also willing to stick their neck out on the line. Willing to go against all eyes, everything going on out here in the world. It still allowed me to come right out here on this stage and utilize that platform to help the world move forward. Yeah, so that was that was like the pre-performance video type of thing. Mm-hmm. Apology slash thank you to Hot 97 for letting him on the stage before he came out there. Gotcha. I think that was maybe kind of what he was trying to do before his Lollapalooza said that type of thing. But then, of course, they uh, let him go before he got the chance to do that right. type of thing. So I guess it took all that to do it on Hot 97, which was, I feel like it's kind of cool that Hot 97 let him perform to get that out. Mm-hmm. Give him the platform for that. But yeah, so he ultimately did kill the show, honestly. Like, you know, he's been calling himself the live show killer. His performance went up. Everybody had their cell phone lights in the air. He got like a sort of ovation. Like, it was really like people were re embracing him again. So, is the baby officially back? Is this the return? Is it. Has it never stopped? Like, what is this? What What do we think the baby's going to go from here? I think it's going to, I think he's still going to be good. I think he's going to be straight. Mm-hmm. I think the festivals are going to let him back on. He's going to do his own shows. Of course, I think people will say, like, it's cancer or they don't support. But, like, if you're at a festival or at a show, you're not going to be just silent if someone you previously listened to comes on Mm -hmm. despite what happens so I feel like the baby's gonna be good what do you think yeah I think so too I think people are gonna start re-accepting him especially after this this latest apology video I think people are quick to forget things that rappers do because like I said there's been rappers with 
domestic violence allegations, actual proof that they've been in domestic violence situations. People have caught cases and robbed people, killed people, whatever. Like, so I feel like this is not the uh, the worst thing we've seen a rapper do. And I feel like people have forgiven much less. So yeah, <laughs> I think that the baby will be fine ultimately. And at the end of the day, these corporations, they care about money. So if the baby can make them some money, he'll be right back on the bill in no time. Exactly. Now, while we're still on the baby, he will be performing at Boosie's Festival, which is called Boosie Bash. Surprise. You know he's not going to be canceled from that, of all things. <laughs> yeah, like, you do anything bad, I feel like Boosie's going to have you on, because that's what it is. So the baby says in the clip that Boosie Bash, August 28th is when it's going down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And he says, again, the live show killer, dumb-ish. <laughs> now, um, this Boosie Bash lineup is kind of stacked, though. It looks looks like a dope event, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Lil Baby's on the bill, Coyle Ray, Bobby Shmurda, Mooski, Jacquees, Son of Four Vegas, Juvenile. He's got a pretty good lineup going on over there. Yeah, Juvenile's on there in Louisiana? That's going to be lit off period see this is why i don't be liking the fact that boosie be saying certain things because it's like <laughs> boosie you know we want to support but yeah. can't support certain things <laughs> but if you're gonna pull up on boosie bash you let me know how it is though because it does sound like a dope lineup now lastly let's talk about baby keem because he is putting out a new song with his family his cousin kendrick lamar and it's coming out this thursday yep he posted the cover art on social media and it's simply called family ties well, well, pudding. Yeah, he made the announcement yesterday. And the cover art is an old photo of a bunch of their family members and like a teenage looking Kendrick. And Baby Keem looks like probably about three or four in the picture. Mm-hmm. And everybody's face is blurred out except for Kendrick and Baby Keem's. And of course, this is a sort of homage, paying homage to um, Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid Mad City album cover. Mm-hmm. Which is making me think that this song is about to be some fire. Has to be. If you're going to pay homage to Good Kid, Mad City, you're not about to hit us with no mid. You're not about to hit us with a song that's just good. You're about to hit us with a masterpiece. That's what I assume. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how it sounds when it comes out uh, Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. That'd be dope to see. Right. I will be ready on Spotify at 8.59 so I can press play at 9 p.m. Yes. (laughs) That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you are listening to your podcast at in podcast land. All right. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, like our Instagram and our Twitter at Hip Hop DX. Yes, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything too. All righty. We'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.